0: This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson.
1: Good morning, I'm Jim Lang and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. While well, the province entered stage three of the government's roadmap to reopen plan, which now allows Woodbine limited guests for indoor wagering and simulcasting, while the restricted outdoor grandstand seating will also be expanded as well, that will allow more race fans to experience the the thrill of live world-class racing. The recent move to Step 3 dovetails nicely with the various technological advances Woodbine Entertainment continues to undertake and one person who certainly has his finger on the pulse for these developments is friend of the show, our good man Chris Lush, Woodbine Senior VP of Information Technology, Wagering and Broadcasting, who joins us on today's show to speak more about some of the exciting changes taking place at Woodbine and our good friends at Woodbine Mohawk Park will also update us on some of the advances the company is making to continue to improve the wagering and live attendance experience. All right. Also on today's show, on past shows we have mentioned about the impact Standardbred some Beach somewhere had on the sport of harness racing. And one person who was probably closer than most people to the horse racing phenomena is Bridget Jablonski, Pennsylvania's Hanover Shoe Farms executive vice president, who also is a veterinarian and joins us today on Ponies Twenty Four Seven, the radio magazine. And we'll learn more about the beach and what made him one of the greatest Standardbreds ever. And finally, well, he's back. Co-host Larry Simpson. We'll once again try to sniff out some potential betting gems at Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park and some of the other North American tracks racing today and a potential play at tonight's Meadowlands Harness Card with our Ponies Picks of the Day. It's going to be a great show. It always is. So you better get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready to go for some heavy duty action today. When we come back, my co-host Larry Simpson will join us as we catch up on some recent racing news. This is Ponies 24-7,
0: the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to
2: winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets. Straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices.
3: The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hard-working employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks and government, and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca.
0: This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine.
1: I'm Jim Lang. Let me introduce to you my co-host, the expert in all things ponies, friend of horses, those who ride horses, own horses, or run horse tracks everywhere, the one and only Larry Simpson. Larry, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Very good. Well, I'm thrilled that we're in step three and things are really opening up. And lots of stuff, not just happening here in Ontario with Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, but tracks around North America, Larry.
4: Uh, Saratoga opened on Thursday and uh, they bet some huge numbers. It was over $20 million. God, Yeah, $20 million? Yeah. That was on one day racing. So, uh, wow. And then Delmar uh, opened yesterday, same thing. Uh, today, Monmouth has a huge card, including the million-dollar Haskell, and we had Flo Giroux on a few weeks ago, and he spoke about that with Mandaloon. This was the race that they were prepping Mandaloon for. The good thing about this is there's kind of the rivalry between Hot Rod Charlie and Mandaloon now that uh, has kind of carried over from the Kentucky Derby. Again, they're they're going to be going at it again today. So, uh, and there's fans
1: in the horse racing world of each one, sort of sort of cheering them on too. It's kind of cool to see.
4: Well, they. They've both made over a million dollars already. Yeah, yeah. So, so they have a lot of fans. They have a lot of fans. <laughs> uh, Hot Rod Charlie has uh, basically every race since uh, he started, he's improved his buyer number and that. So it's going to be interesting today to see what happens between the two of them.
1: Now, I'm a Mandaloon guy, so it's hard to bet against them. But uh, I mean, as you mentioned, Hot Rod Charlie's resume just gets better and better.
4: It's good to see because it's, it's a, a, a group of guys that, that own it. Doug O'Neill trains it. Uh, A percentage is going to uh, a charity of of the money that the horse makes. So, uh, uh, no, and I think we've talked about this before, like racing needs some sort of rivalry. Yeah. Now we got one with Hot Rod Charlie and Mandaloon, and let's see who uh, comes out on top today.
1: And now we're into step three here in Ontario, and it's uh, the timing, as they say, couldn't be better for our friends at Woodbine with everything they have going on.
4: Well, both Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk mm-hmm. Park, we've got uh, the Queen's Plate, we got uh, the Woodbine Mile, and then uh, we've got the uh, Pepsi North America Cup at uh, Mohawk. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of great racing to come, and, and don't forget about the Ontario racing tracks, too, and yep. Fort Erie and, and the quarter horse track, ajax downs and the other uh, standardbred tracks uh you know they they've all got their own series. Hanover. Hanover we had uh uh general manager Hanover on last week. So uh, yeah, no it's, it's it's great and let's just hope that uh we just keep going forward.
1: They're back. Yes finally step three of the plan to reopen and woodbine and woodbine mohawk park are bigger and better than ever to talk more about everything going on at woodbine now that there can actually be some people in and outside the building thrilled to be joined by their vp of information technology wagering and broadcasting chris lush friend of the show chris thanks for rejoining us again thanks for everything how you doing fantastic
5: and thanks for having me on today guys
1: it must be a big sigh of relief for you and everyone at woodbine and woodbine mohawk park to get to this stage
5: We've been looking forward to this uh, date since April. Uh, and again, it's here now. So we've been open now for two weeks, although indoor um, servicing sort of on a grandstands was not available till today. So today is really the day where we're taking off hospitality. So the Woodbine Club is open. And of course, the, the Champion's Patio, which has been open for a few weeks now. So really excited to walk and roll and back. Uh, and really excited to sort of ramp up the racing.
1: And real quick, I mean, in your role of wagering, Larry and I have commented the last couple of weeks of the show, the handle the first couple of weeks back, it's been impressive.
5: I'm going to have to give some credit, or most of the credit actually to our racing department. We've had field sizes that have been over averaging nine per race. It's really set a record in North America. Even our big competition down in the United States, uh, we're blowing them all out of the the, the water. So it's fantastic to see that kind of field size. And people love the, the racing. It's just It's competitive, and it's a thrill to watch. So the wagering is a reflection of that.
4: And I understand in in the background you've been working on HPI-Bet and doing some work on on Dark Horse, uh, basically what, for kind of like a rebranding?
5: It's really a new UX, so a new user experience. A lot of the same mechanics are there. We we obviously introduced PayPal as a new funding mechanism this year, but um, we're working on additional kind of bells and whistles. But this... This launch, which is actually happening on Tuesday of next week, is really a sort of a refresh on the on user experience. The colors are changing, some of the navigation is changing, but a lot of the core components that we and, of course, our customers love uh, are still going to be there, so that's a big piece of, of sort of getting into the summer launch.
1: And Chris, is is you and your staff do the research? Are, are you seeing a trend towards mobile betting, mobile wagering for the horse fan and the horse player?
5: Our traditional core horse player is sort of averaging in the mid fifties, and the new fan to the to the sport is really in that younger sort of thirty five to forty five, and they are more familiar with and more comfortable with the mobile technology. So. Dark Horse has been a big piece of that strategy. So going native mobile and having that platform with that experience is really a key to our, our, uh, our growth.
4: And you must have been excited on the recent news about sports betting, correct?
5: There's a few things. You know, it's, it's now received a royal assent, uh, which really gets the provinces into looking at enacting regulation and how we're going to do that. The big, the big opportunity we see is basically the, um, the inclusion of parimutuel racing into those products. So you can picture the big players coming up in the Canadian market, whether it's the FanDuel's, the DraftKings, the points bet. They're going to come into market and really spend a lot of money acquiring customers into single-bent sports betting. And the big benefit we have as an industry is is we own the content on the racing side. So the ability for us to start offering pari bets into those products is just extraordinary.
1: So say FanDuel, DraftKings, they're up here and Woodbine's included. Do you get a cut of their winnings? Or is that how you make money on it?
5: So this is the the Safe and Regulated Sports Betting Act. Uh, it has an exclusion for horse racing. And that was done uh, specifically because we don't necessarily have uh, the same type of controls that the U.S. market has. You know, In the U.S., they have what's called the, uh, the Inter- Interstate Horse Racing Act. And that just means that in order for you to take a bet on a horse race in a different state or sometimes within your own state, you need to get permission and buy the content. Because we don't have that control, if we were open it up for fixed odds wagering on horse racing, Anybody coming into market could offer, you know, a horse race alongside an NHL or an NFL game. So, without actually purchasing the content from us, so what we did is we excluded it. Which means that the industry, the racetracks, own the content, uh, and then we'll sell the content into into these sports players. So our our goal is really to work with all the players that come into market, look at a way of including our product uh, integrated into their products, and, of course, the racing industry will then get a cut of the, of the net uh, gaming.
4: Down the road, somebody could actually go and, and purchase a parlay of a horse race on, to say, a hockey game, correct?
5: I think in order to do that, you actually need to have a fixed odds uh, bet on a horse race, and we're not there yet. So all the racing in the interim uh, is going to be parimutuel. So you can go into your, your, your new app. So let's just say you have a, a new sports betting app that's in market. Uh, you're you're placing a bet on an NHL game or an NFL game or obviously a CFL game in Canada. Um, you would then actually have the option of while you're waiting for that result to come through and you're kind of watching it on your TV, you can pull up some of the sports or sort of no, horse racing uh, and place a few bets, watch a few live streams on your app, uh, and then go back to looking at the results from your from your other bets. So there isn't really an opportunity for a pure crossover play just yet, just because of the nature of parimutuel versus fixed odds. But just the opportunity for a customer to be able to have another product to bet on is what we're focusing on.
1: And Chris, I'm looking ahead, we're counting down the weeks till the Queen's Plate, then after that, the Wood Woodbine Mile. So any special plans of Woodbine leading up to that?
5: Um, you know, with the changes to step three and, you know, potentially step four and, and how they sort of uh, allow us to have more them the grandstands, we're actually looking at activating, um, you know, both the, the grandstands, the in-grandstands, uh, all most of our restaurants, uh, as well as obviously track so the 22nd of August is going to be a big day for us. Um, it's going to be more of the normal, we hope. Uh, and we're really just looking at an opportunity to bring you know customers back out and, and really have a great time.
4: Okay, and the foreign uh, racing market has always been key for, for Woodbine. Is there any new news there?
5: You know, there's a lot of new news. I, I would say we're, we're, we consistently work with a lot of good parties. Um, you know, this year we're running the Japanese racing in terms of the, the North American pool, so we have built a new simulcast look and feel for them and wagering has been up dramatically on them. We've actually just signed a new deal with Sweden. Uh, They're gonna start taking our content and betting on our content. Uh, And we hope in the fall, they're actually gonna start betting common pool into our pools. So that'll add liquidity in our pools. Uh, And obviously working with UK Tope, um, one of the big paramutual providers in in Europe, and they're gonna be integrating into our um, pools as well. So again, it's great to see the, the separate pool and the fixed odds pieces internationally, but the more we see the globalization and common pool wagering, that's what brings liquidity in the pools. Uh, and we want you know, the Canadian racing to be, you know, an international racing product that everyone seems to love.
1: He is the VP of information technology, wagering and broadcasting at woodbine entertainment. Chris Lush, friend of the show. Chris, as always, thanks for joining us. And we're thrilled to be back at step three and back to where we belong.
5: <laughs> Great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Enjoy the rest of the
1: day. we Will do. Take care. Thanks, Chris. When we come back, Larry Simpson interviews Hanover Shoe Farms Bridget Jablonski, and we'll talk more about some beach somewhere. What a horse, what a Simpson, what a Larry on
0: Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Enjoy the
2: thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to hpibet.com to join for free today.
0: Beats one vision. This is one oh five nine the region. Ponies twenty four seven, the radio magazine, covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson.
1: Welcome back to Ponies twenty four seven, the radio magazine's standard bred Phenom, some beach, somewhere has been the topic of discussion on this show several times over the past few months, and for good reason, and also the subject of a recent book launch by a friend of the show, Marjorie Simmons, called Some Beach Somewhere the harness racing legend from a one-horse stable beach, as he became known as spent his last years at the famed Hanover Shoe Farms in Pennsylvania before succumbing to a rare form of cancer. A person who spent quite a bit of time with beach was Hanover Shoe Farms' executive VP, Bridget Jablonski, who Larry Simpson had the opportunity to speak with recently and talk more about the famed horse,
4: the beach. Okay, I'm with uh, Bridget Jablonski of uh, Hanover Shoe Farm. Let's talk a little bit about uh, yourself
6: I'm a veterinarian, so I was farm manager for the uh, duration of Beach's life here.
4: You uh, referred to obviously Beach as some Beach somewhere. Uh, what was the impact, or how much impact did he have uh, on on the harness racing industry? He
6: changed the breed. He changed the sport. He changed the business. At the end of the day, at the end of wherever the end of this is, wherever we call the end game. I think his genetics will have the most profound influence. So we're very we're very early in this game, and his sons are taking over. We have three of them, only one has poles that are old enough to race, and he's the best stallion in North America. His name is Captain Treacherous. His daughters are great. You know, most stallions breed until their early 20s. If, if he would have had that opportunity, I think he just... I mean, I think he just would have totally dominated.
4: Maybe for our listeners, uh, you could explain what exactly is an outcross sire?
6: An outcross sire is a sire whose genetics on both sides, sire and dam, so mother and father, are not what's popular or pervasive in the current, you know, is not popular in what currently is being bred. So, there's sire lines that are popular. Um, And, you know, there's always, like, three or four sire lines where most of our popular stallions trace back to. He did not have that. He came from a totally different line. So you could breed, you know, so Tavishu Farms owns 300 mares. He came here and, uh, you know, uh, well... There's two, so there's two different gates, right? There's pacers, he's a pacer, and there's trotters. So the 300 mares, if 180 of them are pacers, you could, we, I think we could breed 170 of them to him. That means that their genetics did not overlap. You can take another horse, to stud, whose genetics are more pervasive in the business and more popular, and you'd be limited. By the amount of marriage you can breathe to him, because they share the same gene.
4: Obviously, part of the story with Beach is the fact that he died so young, and it was a basically There's... a cancer, lymphoma. Could you explain that? To... You
6: know, he was the picture of health. He had a voracious appetite. Um, you could always count on him to want to eat all of his food, all of his breakfast, all of his dinner. And just one morning, he didn't finish everything. So that was odd for him. Because he was who he was, I said to the vet that was attending to him, I said, pull his blood. Let's just get a quick blood on him and just make sure he's okay. The protein in his blood came back very low. When the protein comes back very low, either they're not making it or they're losing it. And we kind of determined that he was losing it in his gut. In the horse, there's two things it could be. It could be just like inflammatory bowel disease or it could be cancer. Cancer is very rare in the horse, much more rare than in humans. And it's also very hard to diagnose because to do a biopsy, like you could do a rectal biopsy, but usually, usually the lesions are further up their GI tract. The GI tract in the horse is very long. We'll treat him like it's inflammatory bowel disease. We did a bunch of ancillary tests to try to determine some blood tests. They came back showing us that wasn't go- it wasn't cancer. Like the blood test kind of indicated that it wasn't cancer. And he did really, he actually did well on the steroids. And so he was diagnosed in 2017 and he bred mares the whole, um, 2017 breeding season, and he did good. He kept his weight. He felt good. Um, but in the fall of that year, he just did a. He just started not doing well because the steroids are kind of like a bandage. They're not. A, they're not a cure. They weren't going to cure the cancer. They were just, you know, kind of keeping it under control. So when he called it, we took him to surgery, and they fixed. He had a displacement of his intestines. They fixed that, but they noticed a nodule well. A man. And uh, they biopsied it, and it was lymphoma, and so we had our diagnosis. And we tried chemotherapy on him. It just didn't help him, and uh, he died in January of 2018.
4: Will there ever be another Sunbeach somewhere, do you think?
6: To me, he was probably the greatest horse I ever saw race, and he was one of those rare horses that could... That was able to take his ability and pass it on. You know, there's been great racehorses that have been able to pass that on. His breeding is not terrific. There's certainly other horses that have entered stud that have been better bred. He took his he took his ability and he passed that on. I think the most remarkable thing is he was such a physical specimen, and that's what he throws. Like his progeny, his babies are always ahead of the other ones. Like if you look at a field of yearlings, one year old. And you look at his horses and you look at the rest, you were like looking at men versus boys. They were just precocious. His horses are precocious. They came into themselves very, very early. I think that's what really like, like helped him and they were sound horses. And he was a horse that raced, you know, what you saw was what you got. He wasn't manufactured. He was trained by someone with a one horse stable. You know, he wasn't in one of these big barns where he was being helped and, and kind of fine-tuned. And he was, he was, his talent was pure. And I think he passed that on. Um, and I'm not never going to say never, but I'm, you know, I've been in this business for about 40 years since I was a young girl. And, the, you know, the only other horse on the racetrack that I saw that could compare to him was a horse called Nitros, who was a dud in the stallion. But will we ever see another complete package? I haven't in 40 years. I don't know when it's going to happen again. I don't know. I would be doubtful, but I'll never say never.
1: After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park and some additional standard action from tonight's Meadowlands card. Can't wait for that. So make sure that your HPI accounts and Dark Horse apps are ready to work overtime today. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day.
0: Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region.
2: Ontario Racing, three breeds, one vision. Live harness racing continues at the Meadowlands Racetrack every Friday and Saturday night with the 6.20 post time. Big M's Championship meet is highlighted by the Meadowlands Pace on July 17th and on August 7th. It's the famed $1 million Hamiltonian headlining an exceptional Day of Stakes events with a special post time of 12 noon. Watch and wager on all the Big M's exciting harness racing action through your HPI Bet account and your Dark Horse app. And be a part of the Meadowlands Racing Experience.
0: This is 105.9 The Region. Pony's 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson.
1: Before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and possible betting gems? As Larry gives us his much-anticipated every week, Ponies Picks of the Day, and a special shout-out to our friend Mark from Fans of Horse Racing, friend of the show. Hello, Mark. Hope you're having a good day. Larry, take it away.
4: Okay, let's start at uh, Woodbine. Woodbine has a a good 12-race card today, including the Ballad Stakes, which is uh, race three. I'm looking at race eight, though, for a possible play. It's a six and a half furlong event on the turf, an optional $62,000 claiming event for fillies and mares, three-year-olds and up. Uh, The number nine horse, Fiduciary, makes her second start since coming from uh, France. Her first start on June 12th was excellent. A second-place finish, and actually, Fiduciary has been a gem of consistency her entire career with seven starts, two wins, two seconds, and a third. Oh. All on the grass. So uh, she's back on the grass today. Woodbine Race 8, number 9 fiduciary. That is
1: a betting gem.
4: I think it is. And, and uh, second start off, uh, uh, Josie Carroll, friend of the show, trains it. And, um, you know, she's pretty good with a horse second time off a layoff like that. So, what else you got? Uh, race 9 at Delmar. We're back at Delmar, is the uh, Osanita Stakes for Phillies and Mares, three year olds, and up at a mile on the turf. The number 4 horse, Tapwater, picks up friend of the show, Mike Smith. And should like uh, the turn back in distance from one and a half miles to a mile, a distance that Tapwater is actually 3 of 7 at uh, uh, for his career, for her career, I should say. Uh, there looks to be several speed horses signed on today. So uh, that should give uh, Mike some opportunity to bring this horse into the pace and uh, close a little bit. And I think uh, she should get the job done. So Delmar Race 9, number four, Tapwater.
1: Okay, I like that. Yeah. Not the tap water, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: Woodbine Mohawk Park has a very good 11 race card tonight. Uh, I like a horse in tonight's fifth race. Uh, the number four horse, Premier Nacho, was a, a private purchase by trainer uh, Terry Gallant, who's having a, a very good year so far. Uh, uh, last week, Premier Nacho actually finished third in a uh, grassroots sire stakes at uh, Mohawk, and tonight is back in a wonders of Two, which is a bit of a class drop, Uh you should enjoy this uh, class uh, relief. Uh, hopefully, we get somewhere close to the 7 to 2 morning line odds uh, when he goes postward. So, uh, race 5, uh, Wood by Mohawk Park, number 4, Premier Nacho. And uh, finally, uh, the Meadowlands has over $2 million in stakes races tonight, including race 9, which is the $700,000 Meadowlands pace. And just to note, many of the horses that uh, we see tonight, we'll probably see at Mohawk on September 11th for the one million dollar Pepsi North America Cup. So that's uh, uh, you know something to do uh, to do watch this race tonight. You might uh, pick your horse for the Pepsi mm-hmm. North American Cup. Uh, there's ten evenly matched uh, three-year-old pacers that are going to post tonight. So uh, um, you can kind of have a story and, and a selection on every one of them, but. I'm going to take a shot with number five, Lala Shadow, who in his last three starts prior to last week's elimination at the Meadowlands was racing at Mohawk. Uh, Lala Shadow is trained by Dr. Ian Moore, who also owns in part with a group that includes former Montreal Canadian all-star defenseman Serge Savard. Oh, so the uh, legend, the, Hall of Famer. The Hall of Famer, yes. And uh, tonight, uh, uh, Lala Shadow is going to be driven by former Mohawk regular Mark McDonald. Oh, I know. He's a great guy, Mark. He is. He is. So uh, last week in the elimination heat, Lala Shadow, um, you know, raced very well. Only came up a neck short, finished second. And I think with the right trip tonight, uh, he could get the uh, final win and win the finals. So uh, Meadowlands Race 9, $700,000 Meadowlands Pace, number five, Lala Shadow.
1: And I've golfed with Mark, and he's a good dude. Hello, Mark. Good luck tonight. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 magazine and a new one was just released, it's beauty. Email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. Don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign. Don't horse around with lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies. Stick around. 105.9 of the region. weekend long. The Legend and Roamer up next with another edition of the Feed, York Region's only magazine show, HPI Dark Horse. Get them ready. You heard Larry's picks. Make some winning picks. We'll be back here Monday morning. Thanks for listening. Take
0: care. We'll see you soon. Ponies 24 7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9, the region.